This is Monday Morning Meditations number 253 on the Rising Man podcast with Jetty Azuma. We all must find a genuine and sustainable source of motivation. Good morning, Rising Man family. Jetty Azuma here with another episode of Monday Morning Meditations here on the Rising Man podcast. I'm excited to bring you guys this topic today. Before we jump into that, everybody who is interested in coming out to fast with us this year, four days, four nights, solo fasting in the wilderness, a ceremonial rite of passage. We're loading up our fall groups. Uh, as of right now, we still have spaces, but they're going to go fast. I've got 20 guys who already reached out as interested. So if you want to come out and fast with us before the end of the year, if you're looking to access that deep source of clarity that you've been missing, and you want to spend four days alone, challenging and testing yourself in the wilderness, go to risingman.org slash compass and get yourself registered today. All right, without further ado, today's topic is not all shame is bad. Not all shame is bad. Hear me out for a second. Shame is something that we use, I think of as a, as a check engine light. You know, when you're driving in your car and all of a sudden there's a noise that your car makes and the check engine light starts to flash. Shame is just an indicator that something's off. It's something biologically within us that lets us know that I am off course with my integrity, either my personal integrity, my agreements that I have with myself, the commitments that I make, the promises that I keep to myself. And then there's the external integrity, the promises that I have with others, the agreements I have with others. Shame lets me know that something's off in one or both of those places. So as a function, as an informant of something being off, bringing my attention, my awareness to something that just isn't right within me, shame is not a bad thing. Where did we go wrong then? Where did shame become this thing that is so devastating and crippling to people, especially boys and men? What happened is that we made shame and failure publicly humiliating. Shame on you, wagging your finger at somebody, a teacher grabbing you by the ear, being called out in the middle of class, being made an example of for others. That's where shame became manipulative and destructive. You see, we, as a society, as a people, we've made it so unsafe for people to fail. Children, adults, elders, it's not safe for any of us to have a human experience. And that's very dangerous because none of us are perfect. Not any single one of us is going to tiptoe through life without ever falling short, having a misstep, making a huge error in judgment. It's one of the ways in which we grow and learn. Adaptive shame is something where awareness can be brought to being off and out of integrity somewhere in my life, either internally with myself or externally in my agreements with others. And then I can use that to correct. When shame is an instrument of awareness and not an instrument of manipulation or diminishing somebody else, it becomes a tool. It becomes something useful. It allows us to sharpen our integrity, to build trust instead of break it. The problem is, is that we've created a culture amongst ourselves and within ourselves where exposing our failures, exposing the places where I have misstepped is so dangerous. It's so vulnerable for my existence that I'm demotivated to own it. 
So this is something collectively we can do something about. That's the good news. Collectively, we can normalize the experience of being out of integrity and taking ownership for it. We can normalize the experience of sharing where I have failed and where I have stepped out of my integrity in my life. And I've got to tell you, I've seen this happen thousands of times, experienced it myself, witnessed it in other men. The freedom, true freedom from shame happens when it's exposed to the light, happens when it's shared in a humble way, humbling myself to share where I have failed and then to receive back compassion, kindness, non-judgment from others because every single one of us is susceptible to making these types of human errors. Shame is an instrument of change. It's a check engine light that flashes, letting me know something is off right now and I can do something about it, but I can only do something about it if the environment that I'm in, the environment I create for myself or the environment I create with others makes it safe for me to own it, to take responsibility to then adapt to and make a correction in how I'm showing up, to restore trust, to build trust with myself and others. Not all shame is bad. The only thing that is bad about shame is the way that we've weaponized it as a way to manipulate behavior in people. And it starts at a young age. I witnessed this show up in my son at three years old. Three years old. Shame. Not because we were bestowing it upon them, just because it's something that is so implicit in our society that we cannot escape it. It's so unsafe to fail. So think about where this shows up for you. Think about where in your life shame has been something that has become so scary, generates so much fear in your body that you've been handicapped, crippled from being able to take ownership for the things in your life. And I know it requires a lot of trust, a lot of reprogramming and reconditioning, putting yourself in spaces and places where you can really be seen for your shortcomings and failures and not made less than. Every single one of us needs places like that in our lives. I need it, you need it. Every single person you know ought to have a space where we can acknowledge those check engine lights. Acknowledge where I've fallen short and be given a pathway back. Every single one of us deserves that. No matter how large the indiscretion, no matter how great the sin, every single one of us deserves to have a road back. And the way that most of us experience shame, it's a roadblock, not a pathway. So think about where this lands home for you. Think about where you might be experiencing shame in your life, where you're containing it, sheltering yourself from the rest of the world because of how unsafe it feels to really own that thing that you feel ashamed of. And I challenge you, I challenge you to find a place, find a space where you can own that shame, that failure. Speak to it honestly and openly, specifically, in detail, because there's nothing more empowering than that. It takes a lot of guts, a lot of courage, a lot of heart to be able to go there for the first time, but I promise you, if you give yourself that opportunity and it's truly a safe place, It'll open up and give you access to confidence that you never thought you could possibly have. So let's transform the way that we hold shame as a culture, as a people, so we don't have to hand that over to our kids. Let's eliminate this way of being where we motivate people by shaming them. There's better ways to do it. And I want to figure out how to do that with all of you. So send this around to whoever needs to hear it. Let's light this up in everybody's mind and start to practice 
something different when it comes to the way we change our behavior. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you tune in each and every week for our Monday morning meditations. I'll see you on the next one. For all things Rise Man, please head over to risingman.org. Again, if you're interested in fasting with us before the end of the year, you got to go over to risingman.org slash compass today and apply to reserve your spot. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to us, as well as our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Rising Man Movement. And big love to everybody out there waving the Rising Man flag and supporting us in all the ways you do. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny. Rise up.